You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends, streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big time. NBA, NFL, March Madness, BCS. It's Off Topic Sports. That's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. In fact, check who's fake and who's primetime. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Less, and JB. Talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Over and under with JT. The topic is off, different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and his crew. As we welcome you to Off Topic Sports. 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 It's game time. Yo, what's going on? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Off Topic Sports or Big Woo Radio. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon, your Sunday evening. Hope your teams are playing well. My Dallas Cowboys defense is never playing well. They are terrible, but they are down to the uh, New York Giants right now. And we'll talk about more scores around the league as we get into the show uh, with my man James J.T. Thompson. He's in the building as well as Big Liss. What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? You got it, man. You got it, man. Uh, thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWooRadio.com. And everybody's downloaded the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play and all, all Google Play Store. And all our folks that search us out on their podcast app on their iPhone, we appreciate all the love and support that we get on all of our social media. And that's at Big Woo Radio on everything. Before we get started, let's shout out these sponsors and supporters a real quick like. Uh, we got, who we got? Woodforce National Bank, please go to woodforce.com. Men's Warehouse Rock Hill, 24K Rise, TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. Warren Publishing, Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Clinton College, Porter Decals, the Hydrocephalus Association of America, Primetime Players, the Connected Group, New Soul Music, Black Toby Society, Below the Jack, Mr. Nick Fultz, Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. J Lock, hats off to you. Couture, Miss Bianca, and All About Us Radio. All right, so we got uh, a lot that we want to cover today that I want to cover today in a world of sports. Uh, but we got, I got several things that I want to talk about. One of them is uh, early pre- playoff predictions. I'm going to get the guys to make their early playoff predictions for the NFL and, you know, maybe rank some of these teams and, and who might be poised to win the Super Bowl this year. Also, can the Heat do what LBJ did to the Warriors a few years back when he won his last championship in Cleveland? Uh, is that something that can happen with the Heat? Because the Heat is giving them some trouble. Uh, I thought it was going to be over by now, but uh, here we are playing more games tonight at 7.30 tonight, I do believe. And the Niners schedule says 8-8 eight and eight at best. That's what I said last year coming into the season. After they went to the Super Bowl, did all that stuff that they was going to do, and, and I try to tell everybody the 49ers, don't look for them to be good because they're lucky last year. So now as I look down their schedule, I'm, I'm thinking, I said 6-10, and 8-8 eight and eight at best. I'm looking, I'm leaning a little bit more. Uh, six and ten. We'll see. I'll, I'll go over the schedule a little bit later on about the 49ers. Uh, and uh, also, maybe we can cover some COVID-19 in the NFL and what changes need to be made uh, to keep going this season. And um, like I said, Tom Brady should have retired. He should have went on into the sunset and just retired. Uh, that's what should have happened with Tom Brady. But I'm going to bring my fellas in. And let's start there. Let's start with the uh, Tom Brady situation. They lost again. Uh, uh, was it Thursday night? They lost Thursday night. And uh, it was one of the th- games that I predicted that they would lose. I took Chicago against Tampa Bay, and Chicago did not disappoint, and they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. JT, Tom Brady, uh, he came off of a – uh, I guess a five touchdown rinky dink, dink and dunk, uh, a five touchdown dink and dunk game, and and all of a sudden Tom Brady was the end all be all to Jesus Christ. Uh, now you know losing to Chicago on a Thursday night, 
Uh, not so much. Didn't look too. Didn't look too good. Looked a little pedestrian. Uh, how do you feel about the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going forward, especially now that the Panthers got a, a win under their belt, even though they lost to Tampa Bay, which they should have won. Uh, but they got a win. They they're tied with the record tied for the top in that division. Uh, it's, it's going to be a run between the Panthers, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. Do you think Tom Brady can pull off the impossible and go uh, take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl? Uh, no, I'm not going to count Tom Brady out as far as having a successful season. But as far as Super Bowl, no, I can't see it. And and the vision that's in my eyes today is the four fingers. And it ain't even for the four horses. <laughs> Tom Brady forgot that he played third, that he was, he was on fourth down, thinking he was on third. And that was the first sign to me that, you know what, Tom? It might be, it might be time. Because, you know, in a crucial situation, he's always been pressure. I mean, he's always been clutch. And for the first, one of the first times, in my view, we've seen the 43-year-old Tom Brady. And um, not to say that he's, you know, mistake-free, but it just reminded me of why, you know, this probably would be, to me, this would probably be his last season, man, because I don't see him taking the bucks to glory. I don't see nobody on that team really doing anything that was talked about in the preseason. So it's going to be interesting going down the stretch to see how Brady holds up and what he does in order to come. Now, the one thing he has always done, if he's ever lost or ever had, you know, a moment, he's always came back strong the next moment. So we're going to see what happens next week when they play. But as far as right now, I don't see any Super Bowl. I see playoffs, but I don't see Super Bowl for – Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady. Yeah, and I, I I don't think it's going to be that easy for them to get in the playoffs because that division right there is really starting to uh, be real tight right now with the New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers winning three in a row, and, you know, uh, of course the Buccaneers. But uh, Atlanta is out of it. Uh, they're done. They're 0-5. Uh, it's just not going to be good for them. But, uh, Big Les, what do you think, Tom Brady? taking Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl. This is the most weapons that he's had in his career. This is what they're saying. This is like the most weapons he's had in years and years and years, and it's supposed to make him look pretty good. But uh, so far, not so much. What do you think about them making it to the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, I agree with JT. I think they're, they're, they're probably – I think Brady will have a, a good season for a 43-year-old man, but I don't see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. And not only that – you got to remember, even though with all that talent, there's still no bullet check behind, you know, that he's not the puppet master. He don't have right. the same puppet master. Right, so, right. You know, so things are a little bit different. You know, Brady might be there, but when the puppet master ain't there, there's a little difference in the way things are. And I just don't see – Tampa Bay, to me, is not better than New Orleans for whatever reason. You know, if, if, if the Carolina Panthers keep playing the way they're playing, that's going to be something to see, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm really happy for, for Bridgewater, man. I, I'm really rooting for him. I'm not big on being a Carolina fan, man, but if, if they do anything great, and I don't want to take nothing from Cam because I, you know, I'm a Cam fan to a point, but I'm really rooting for, for, for Bridgewater because I thought, he, I thought he got treated wrong when he was in Minnesota, you know. And, yeah, um, yeah after absolutely. He, after he got hurt, he never got the opportunity, so – you know, and, you know, we always put in the back of our mind when brothers go through that, it's a black thing. You know, you ain't giving that brother a chance, just like the situation in Washington, D.C. You know, so you 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 mentioned, you mentioned I'm asking as the starter, you know, before the preseason and all that, and all of a sudden, you know, his job gets taken away, and you don't even give him a chance to develop knowing he didn't even have a preseason, no OTAs or any of that. Yeah. So basically you set him up to, to fail. You know, so I'm, I'm rooting for him. So I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, and um, it'll just be interesting to see. And, and everything's tightening up, you know, yeah. in, in that in that, in that season. In that and division. like I've always said, my last point, this, you know, we played five games now. So the preseason's kind of out the way. And now you're going to start to see those teams that really start who's, who's for real, who's not, and who's in the middle. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's, it's about that time where it's all starting to boil down to the – uh, brass tacks, as they say, and it's about to uh, reveal who these teams are, what they really about. Uh, like the uh, 49ers, 
That brings me right to the 49ers. But before I go to the 49ers, the Tampa Bay's record, their next three, their next two games, uh, they could easily lose three in a row. They got the, the Packers. Then they're at the Raiders, uh, who just upset Kansas City Chiefs today. Uh, so you got the Packers, you got the Raiders, and then you're at the Giants uh, for, for get you another win, make you look a little bit better. But then you got the Saints, then you got the Panthers, then they got the Rams, then they got the Chiefs. Then it's the Vikings, and then back to the Falcons, Lions, Falcons at the end to end the season. So it's going to be tough for them over there. That's that's not no candy schedule they got right there. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a little tough for them, especially if New Orleans uh, pulls off a win uh, tonight, uh, which will make them three and two. That'll have a three way tie with Tampa, uh, with New Orleans being in first place because they already beat Tampa Bay and blah blah blah. You know how that go. All right, so um. The 49ers, that's another team that I said uh, who right now are down to the Miami, uh, uh, I was going to say the Miami Heat, but <laughs> Miami Dolphins, 30-14, to 14, five minutes left in the third quarter. And uh, San Francisco is, uh, you know, on the outside looking in. Uh, and, and I just want to go down their schedule as well. Um, and the reason why I say they may be 6-8, and 6-10, um, and 10, Eight and eight at best. Uh, their schedule, and I want to get you guys' thoughts on what you think about the 49ers. And after I tell you their schedule, they're losing to the Dolphins right now. They are at they're sitting at two and two right now, and probably going to lose to the Dolphins will make them two and three. Then they got the Rams. Then they're at the Patriots, at the Seahawks, uh, home to the Packers, at the Saints, at the Rams, home against the Bills. That schedule right there dog i'm trying to and you lose the 30 to 14 to the miami dolphins and and then you got the rams the patriots the seahawks the packers the saints the rams the bills uh ain't there's no way there's no way the 49ers number one i, I mean even if they win if they go three and three in that stretch right there which I think they're going to lose all those games. But they may pull off one at home against the Rams, and maybe I, I can't see them beating nobody but the Rams. Uh, at home to the Rams, on the road to the Patriots. I don't if, if uh, It depends on the Patriots and Cam Newton, and, and if, if they're healthy. That game is on the 25th, so they got two weeks. Uh, and then they're not going to beat the Seahawks. Uh, they're not going to beat the Packers. They're not going to beat the Saints. Maybe the Rams again, but I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. I say they 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 may win. I'm going to give them two games out of that stretch of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Then they got Washington after that. Uh, then the Cowboys. But uh, but but yeah, I, I I can't see them being better than eight and eight, and I, it might be worse than that. But uh, Big Les, what, what do you think? What's your thoughts on the Forty ers and them making the playoffs this year after being in the Super Bowl last year? Well, um, I, once again, it's a, you know, Super Bowl jinx. Most teams don't really come back after losing the Super Bowl. But I know how you want to gloat about them being 8-8 eight and 6-10. Eight and six <laughs> ten. But one thing we have to give San Francisco a pass on is the injuries that they've accumulated so early in the year. And it's really devastated them, you know, as far as even trying to be a contender. So I think they get an asterisk by their name. So mm. to actually see how good they may have been this year, it's um, it's hard to say because you know they 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 got hit the worst by injuries so you know that's just my opinion on short and okay. sweet. I, I, I give him that, but uh, I'm still gonna stick by my by my thoughts. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stick by my thing. But JT, what about you, man? What are, uh, the 49ers? Uh, like 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 uh, Les said, they des- they've been decimated by by injuries and and now the schedule that that this tough schedule that they got going forward is not helping the situation. Well, it's simple, man. For all the 49er fans that's been coming at me the last year and a half and talking and running their mouth and this, that, and the other, my response to what your team is going to do and how relevant y'all are going to be is that y'all not going to get an ounce of my time, wasting my time talking about y'all. <laughs> I'm going to leave y'all where y'all are because that's how I feel about y'all. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Absolutely. All right, so with that being said, let me give y'all some updates on the scores around the league, what's going on, so don't go nowhere whole tight. 
right, so to start things off, man, uh, we'll start with the Cowboys. The Cowboys look like they their offense is starting to click again, and they have taken the lead at halftime over the New York Giants. 24-20 over the New York Giants that game at halftime. Let me turn the music down because this is actually working on my nerve and my ear. Y'all might not be here, uh, JT and Les, but I can hear it. Um, all right, so and uh, uh, game is going on right now. Cleveland 27, Indianapolis 10, Miami 37, San Francisco 14. Those are games that are in action right now. Games that are already played, we got the uh, Chicago Chicago over Tampa Bay 20 to 19. That was a Thursday night game. We got Arizona 30 to 10 over the New York Jets. Baltimore 27, Cincinnati 3, Pittsburgh over the Philadelphia Eagles 38 to 29. Houston wins 30 to 14 over Jacksonville. Houston gets their first win of the season. Las Vegas upsets Kansas City 40 to 32. Los Angeles Rams over the Washington football team 30 to 10. Carolina uh, upends Atlanta 23 to 16. You got the late game tonight which is uh New Orleans Saints and whoever the New Orleans Saints playing is uh, uh, who are the Saints playing? Shoot, don't know. Look it up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh, they got the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. They got the Chargers. Uh, New Orleans playing the Chargers. Uh, Tuesday night. No, that's Monday night. New Orleans, New Orleans, and, and the Chargers. Tonight's game is I don't I don't know who that is. My Seattle, Minnesota, and Seattle maybe. Let me see. I'll do. Yeah, the eight the the Sunday night game. It is Minnesota and Seattle. Minnesota and Seattle's late game, and then Tuesday night the game has been postponed. Is Buffalo and Tennessee? They play that game on Tuesday. They had some more guys come down with COVID. Yeah, big. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Here comes to somebody's attention. Everybody's attention, real quick. But today. The Houston Texans made history. So today was the first game ever coached by a black coach and a black quarterback in the what? same game, and they won. So that would be uh, Watson and um, uh, I can't even get his last name. Uh, oh, shoot, I just had it. But he coached that. I can't even think of his name right now. I see his face. But Romeo. Romeo. Yeah, Romeo, yeah. Romeo, Romeo, Romeo Curtis, that's right. Uh, so he was in Cleveland was for a while, right? You're right, right, right. Yeah, so today was history, man. The first time an African-American quarterback and head coach in the NFL uh, on the same team. In the year 2020, we're saying that the, the for the first time, there was a black coach and a black quarterback on the field at the same time, on the same team. Yep. Sorry that took it. until 2020, dog. We should be ashamed of ourselves uh, as a country. We should be. We 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 should absolutely be ashamed that that it took that long for that to happen. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe yeah. it. There's the PSA right there. Go vote. Yeah, go vote, man. That's that's absolutely right. All right, so where we at? We're six eighteen. Okay, so uh, we got we got time to get into another topic before we take a break and um. Uh, let's 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 shift gears to the NBA right quick before we come back to uh, uh, the other topic I want to talk about, which is COVID nineteen, and I want to get into some college football today um, because of all the scoring that's been going on in the SEC, which is supposed to be like a uh, you know defensive uh, uh, conference where you don't really do a lot of scoring; it's more defense played. But uh, Alabama put up 63 points on Ole Miss, and Ole Miss put up 40, I think it was 48 points on Alabama, which has never been done. Um, and 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 combined thousand some odd yards. We'll get into it uh, on the other side of the break, but we'll talk about that as well as COVID-19 and the, the NFL, what we need to do. Uh, but, um, but right now uh, – the Heat. Let's get into the NBA. Uh, big less. Can the Heat? I mean, I think uh, the 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 LeBron and the, and the Lakers are up three two right now. 
the Heat need to win two more games. I mean, if they if they was to beat the Lakers four games in a row, that would be quite the shock. But it has been done, and LBJ is one of the ones that had done. Now, can it be done on him? That's what I'm asking you, Big Les. Can the Heat beat the Lakers four times in a row to win the NBA championship? I don't think it could happen. I I kind of, you know, usually, I, like the Heat, when you're down 3-1, that's that game of desperation. And so I wasn't surprised that the Heat won because that was the elimination game. Elimination games are hard. Mm. Um, I think that the Heat exerted a lot of energy, and Jimmy Butler has been playing a lot of minutes. And maybe the extra day rest might be helpful, but I don't know. So I think those are some things you might need to look for as far as fatigue and, you know, some of their, and some of the best players for the Heat. I don't think the Heat can shoot like that um, two games in a row. Hmm. And I just think that probably we're at the point where everybody's ready to go home. And so um, we'll see. I mean, um, I think this game is very important for the Lakers because if if, if they lose tonight, um, the pressure swings back on LA. Mm, yeah, you know, so I, I, you know, and that could that could really mean something. And then all the naysayers, you know, that could be messing with LeBron. Like, oh, you know, they're gonna be saying this and saying that. I my and my final closing comments on that real quickly. I hope that LA wins for LeBron's sake because. So many people are looking to kill this man, and he does so much for so many, you know, far and beyond basketball. And some of the treatment that he gets, man, is just is just not warranted. So yeah, exactly. I hope they win, and and so he can shut everybody up, whether he's the goat or not. He doesn't deserve the treatment that that that's been coming at him. So I, I hope they can lock it up tonight. Big Les, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because that's going to change my question. For uh, JT, JT, if the Heat does happen to come back, uh, being down three-one, and went and hoist this NBA trophy in the next few days, what does this mean? What will the what will the critics of LeBron James uh, will they have legitimacy to criticize LeBron James for losing? Uh, to the Heat after being up three one, will there be a legitimate uh, gripe uh, uh, for for LeBron's critics? Well, LeBron's critics are already out. You know what I'm saying? They vultures, man. I mean, they already out and about now. So this mm. just adds extra ammunition to, you know, I'm you know I personally don't want to see it happen, but do I feel like it's it's very possible? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the momentum Miami has. Miami has nothing to lose. Yeah. So, where it pertains to the critics, I think LeBron gets criticized regardless of whether he wins the championship in game six or game seven because the vultures are already out. Most people were thinking the Lakers in five. But because, you know, just even, you know, to the last play, why LeBron didn't shoot, why did LeBron pass the ball? He made a great basketball play. Yeah. But as far as being compared to some of the greats of all time, the critics are going to be all after him. And I think, though, you know, to that point, that's where it gets unfair. Because, again, it, it comes along with being a superstar in this league. In year 17, he's done some amazing things. But yet, you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to critique him on one play in one moment, despite yeah. all the things that he's done this year in year 17. I think some of the criticism is unfair, but it's going to be there regardless of which game, you know, the Lakers get. And it's going to be worse if, if Miami comes all the way back because everything's going to fall on the shoulders of LeBron. Yeah. And he's got big shoulders and he's, I don't think that's, it's going to bother him or, or damage his legacy in his own mind and the people that's close to him and the people that, that love and adore what he's done for them and what he's done with them and, 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 and over his career, over his entire career. Uh, but you know, you do have those critics that's going to say whatever they're going to say, but, LeBron is not doing anything different than when he first came in the league as a rookie. He they've been criticized. I go way back to Skip Bayless when he, Skip Bayless used to talk up criticize LeBron about passing too much and not taking over the game when he's supposed to. What LeBron does is trust his teammates. 
And that's what make him a great teammate. He gonna let you go out there and do your thing. He gonna he know what he can do. You know what I mean? But this is a team. We got a team here. If we're going to win, it's going to be a team effort all across the board. I might have 40 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, but he's going to make sure that you get your shot off that you need to get off. And that's why he has so many assists. That's why he has so many rebounds. He want to be that facilitator that that makes the team and every and people around him better. That's how you go to the finals 10 times out of 17 years. That's how you go to the finals all those times. It ain't just you going around taking the shot all the time when somebody's wide open for the shot. That's how you play ball. That's just how you play. Now, if you just want to be out there and, and showing and it's being all about me, 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 then he can do that. But that's not how he want to play the game. That's not how he want to be known as playing the game. So them critics out there that are saying, oh, he won't shoot the ball. Oh, he won't shoot the ball. I think he'd rather have them say that than to say, oh, he shoot too much and he shoot all the time and he all these shots he taking. He, he, he need to share the ball sometime because those are the things that they said about Kobe Bryant. Those are the things that he said about Allen Iverson and Jordan early on in his career. They got criticized for shooting too much. Now LeBron getting criticized for shooting too less. And I don't think LeBron would have it any other way. I think he likes to hear that stuff because that's the way he's played his the ball, his, his the, uh, basketball his whole career, even in college. I mean, uh, even in high school, same deal. He passed when he could he could drive to the the, the hoop and get the the layup. Maybe if he don't get fouled and have to go to the foul line. But if you got a man open for a three point shot that's supposed to knock down that shot, that's a good pass. So. To LeBron James critics, shut it up. Shut it up. The boy been well, here 10 if, times. If he, if, he had drove, if he had drove to the basket and missed the layup or the shot, they would have criticized him and something he did wrong there. Oh, he had four guys on him. He should have trusted him. So right. he can't win. Yep. He can't yep, win. Absolutely. So, man, I just hope they win tonight. I'm not a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Yep, but same here. I, I, just, I, I just don't, you know, I just, I just don't think it's fair some of the criticism he gets, man. So if he doesn't win, I can only imagine what what it's going to be like, man. Yep, it absolutely is not fair. And uh, I wish people would just leave him alone and just look at the accomplishment, man. I mean, 10 finals appearances? (laughs) Who's done more? I mean, what, uh, Bill Russell? Bill Russell, I mean, who's done more than, than LeBron? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm asking a question seriously because I don't know outside of Bill Russell, I don't know who's been to an NBA Finals ten times out of seventeen years. I don't, I, I just don't, I don't, I can't think of nobody right offhand. I was trying to think maybe Magic Johnson, but no, he ain't been that many times. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I mean. He's out there on his he he on his own right there. <laughs> Him and Bill Russell, they out there on their yeah, own yeah. on the island. Woo. Huh? Woo, woo, I'm thinking uh I'm thinking Luke Walton. <laughs> Luke Walton? <laughs> why, why would Luke Walton have been there that many times? It's gotta be because of somebody else. Because of the teams that he went to. Who was Luke? Who was Luke Walton? <laughs> Luke, he played in the league about five years, didn't he? You talking about Bill Walton? <laughs> no, man. I meant I meant Luke Walton. Don't don't they count when you come on the sidelines doing doing the uh, NBA finals? Don't they count? When you yeah, commentating? When you commentating? I guess so. That'd be about the whole thing. As we bring in my man Adonis, Donnie Martin. What's going on, Donnie? What's happening, player? Nothing much. How y'all doing, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing good, Donnie. I'm fine, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you made it, man. I felt so bad for your squad last night, man. I'm glad you showed up here today, though. I, I actually didn't. Um, I kind of got what I was expecting. I wanted my boys to perform better, but we just don't have the size, speed, or the talent of a squad like Clemson at the moment. But that's what we needed to see. We needed to see that we ain't ready. Get smacked in your mouth again and go ahead and retool and come back stronger the next couple of years. We we got to get that re- recruiting machine going so that we can get the bodies and that to compete with the teams like that. We're not ready yet, but we're well on our way. There you go. Y'all can hang that up because 
all the recruiting y'all think y'all doing, Deion Sanders is coming down there getting all that, baby. They're going to play for prime time. You can forget all that. For well, sure. we don't see. You we about believe. to get back to the state of Miami, and y'all going to have to come to us to pick out Florida, but we'll give y'all the ones we don't want. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got to take a break, man. Donnie, you came in right. We take a break, but on the other side of the break, we're going. We are going to talk about some college football. So that takes us right into where we need to go. We talk some college football. The SEC, they chucking the ball all around the field. Just all kind of stuff going on. Uh, uh, and it's all kind of offense, no defense in the SEC anymore. Uh, but you know, some people say it's due to COVID and not being able to get practice in like you're supposed to, and all this kind of strangeness. But we'll talk about that on the other side of. Break. Don't go anywhere, man. You're listening to Off Topic Sports. Big Woo Radio. We'll be right back. Color skin to chocolate brown. Lipsticks and lip gloss should be color rich, long lasting, bold and luscious. Bold and luscious cosmetics. Find them at balcosmetics.com. Complete with vitamin E, lanolin, and antioxidants. Bold and luscious gives you soft, moisturized lips all day. Reds, nudes, pinks, darks, bright. Balcosmetics.com. Balcosmetics.com. Ooh, here I come, baby. Mm-mm, not good. <laughs> oh, hey, y'all. Did you know the Bruliana Show is on every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Go to BigWooRadio.com to listen live and check out the replay where you listen to podcasts and, oh, parental discretion is strongly advised. There's a whole lot of bad language and sex talk. Mm, just how I like it. I'm just saying. We got sexy thoughts with me, Nayana Renee, and the 299 shout out line by JB Mr. 299. So again, to join in on the fun, go to bigwoolradio.com to listen live. Uh, I can't wait till you come. Hey y'all, I'm Nima Shining Star L, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shoot on over to Facebook. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Let me clear my throat. I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't care what nobody say. Woo Radio is the best radio station. Period. All right, and I said that, and I meant that. You're listening to Big Woo Radio. 704-489-3316. That's how you get it back in the program. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Let's listen live at BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. And all our folks that search us out in the podcast app, we appreciate that. If you just joined the program, then you can always go back and listen to the, the program in its entirety at Big at wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Alexa and uh, anywhere. All right, but thanks everybody that that are listening live and everybody that follows us on our social media at Big Woo Radio on everything. Now we were um, talking about LeBron James and what it's going to mean for his legacy. Yeah, JT. Uh, we got some breaking news to the Big Woo Radio uh, news: Why uh, Warren Sapp and Dwayne the Rock Johnson are coming back to the Miami Hurricanes. They will be on the defense. Next week in their game. 
they, they are not walking through them doors in Miami. I promise you that. <laughs> they might need them, but they ain't doing that. <laughs> All right, but since we are on uh, talking about the uh, NCAA and uh, college football, uh, let's get into the Alabama Ole Miss game. Now, I know the coach for Ole Miss, uh, Kiffin, I believe his name is, is is a uh, you know former coach or uh, one of one of the uh, former coaches for Alabama that worked under Nick Saban, so he knows a lot of uh, what they do and. Which is kind of strange to me. I think I thought that they should, uh, you know, they would change up something. Uh, so when you run into ex coaches, uh, they won't know what you're doing. But apparently, they they seem to think, uh, or, or Nick Saban apparently thought he thought he thought that Ole Miss knew the plays. It's like every time we, whatever we set up in, whatever we called, they seem to have a play to to uh, combat it. So uh, I'm, I want to bring in uh, Pastor Fight. What's going on, Pastor Fight? How you doing, brother? I'm good. Woo, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. So the SEC is supposed to be known for their defense and not put up a lot of numbers on offense and things of that nature. But uh, on this day, on yesterday, Alabama and Ole Miss, uh, the score was, I think, 63 to 48, if I'm not mistaken. And... Uh, they put up over to combine over thousands of yards. It's like something ridiculous. But what do you attribute that to, uh, Pastor Fight? Or defense. Uh, <laughs> you know, Lane Kiffin would say the same thing. I think that uh, <laughs> Nick Saban had his, his his defensive signals as well. I mean, you know, there was there was just bad. Defensive communications on both sides of the ball. I watched. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Breaking news. I'm sorry, y'all. Are y'all watching the game? Did Dak Prescott just break his ankle? No, don't say that. I haven't. I, haven't I promise. That. I promise you, Dak Prescott's ankle just snapped. Um, so the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback is going to be out for probably the remainder of the season. His ankle literally just snapped. Oh my goodness! Damn, uh, you, you must be behind me. I mean, in front uh, of me, because I ain't got there yet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He just snapped his right ankle, y'all. Sorry about that, but definitely breaking news to the Big Blue Radio. I'm at six minutes and 33 oh, seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just okay. seen I ain't there yet. Well. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yep. I guess Sorry we're gonna to interrupt to... you, Pastor Fight. That's right. We got to roll behind uh, Andy Dalton. At least we got somebody that's competent. Mm. Uh, you know, I never wish wish a man to get injured. because I want him to get his money. Yeah, now they're gonna realize that man. Like now they're gonna realize yeah, I want him to get his money too. But I, I want I want the Giants to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's well, I just don't want the Cowboys to have an excuse of why they horrible this season because they was going to be garbage even with him with starting QB. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wish Zach would he was playing when they played the Steelers, and then I won't have to hear when we didn't have our quarterback. Well, we played last <laughs> year with our second, our second and third string quarterback. So, but yeah. But um, oh, I want I want since we're on this. Oh goodness, ooh, yeah, man, ooh. I'm sorry. I just yeah. thought, ooh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that oh, bad. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to throw something. Oh, God. I got something. But, um, you I wanted to throw something up at y'all. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! Thank you very much. Proceed. Um, <laughs> I heard this is something that I kind of heard. I don't know how much of it is true. But one reason that teams are playing the Cowboys so hard is because it's a knot of going after Jerry Jones for him saying what he said about standing for the national anthem. Mm. And so a lot of these teams have been playing them extra hard. And like, especially the brothers, they feel some kind of way. So just what I've heard from some people who might have some inside tracks in the NFL saying that this could be a reason why they've been coming after the Dallas Cowboys. That could be. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't uh, 
I wouldn't dispute that, but they're going to come and get this butt whooping is what they're going to do. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know right, who who, but, who butt being whooped? Well, we're beating the Giants right now, Pastor, 24 to 23. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Our starting, our starting wide receiver is out. Our starting running back is oh, out. Oh, here come we the excuses. We got a rookie quarterback. Here come the no, excuses no, 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 now. No, 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 no. Listen me out. Well, our, our, our starting y'all linebacker by, is out. up by one point. Our starting well, linebacker is out. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, In okay. the beginning of the season, was it the Giants fans or the Cowboys fans? Saying we're going sixteen and zero, I think it was the Cowboys fan. No, I ain't. <laughs> so if no Cowboy win, fan, if I we know. Win, if we win three games this season, I would be surprised, to be honest with you. But the mere fact that after halftime we're only losing by one point to supposedly the best team in the NFC East, then I, I feel like this is an accomplishment. You might feel like you're going to win, but if well, you're winning by one point to one of the worst teams in the entire NFL. The entire NFL. Well, when your organization, well, Pastor, when your organization has three Super Bowls out of the whole career or the whole time of their existence, then I guess you would be expected. Four, okay, four. You got you you expect mediocre. You don't know the knowledge. Don't talk on it. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know where you got four from. But okay, we'll well, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I forgot. You got you got one with Jeff Hostetler. You got. You got one with Jeff Hostetler at quarterback, the West Virginia native, and then you got uh, Phil, Phil Sims got and, and one, and then you got two with Eli Manning. Okay, you got four. You got four. We got. But over your history as a team, over your history as a team, you you've been mediocre. You know what I mean? You've just been mediocre. Uh, and when you've been to the Super Bowl as many times <laughs> as the Cowboys been to the Super Bowl, then you you kind of expect your team to be better. And to beat people like the New York Giants when we normally put foot in their tail on a regular basis, you kind of so I get where you're coming from, and you know being down by one. If you lose by one, you be like, "Hey, that's a win for us." As Cowboy fans, we don't do that. We don't say, "Hey, we beat them by one point. Uh, that's great." No, we like we should have beat them by two touchdowns. Uh, and and so we we, like we the, go we like go in disappointed. Team, the only thing I want to say like is the common team. <laughs> The only thing I want to say we real should quick, have beat everybody you played. Yeah, we should. But you don't. Nope, we don't. The, don't, know the only thing I'm going to say real quick. Go ahead, Big Les. I, I heard four. I heard four. I had five. <laughs> Y'all ain't going I to I can't be in this conversation. I'm just saying I heard four. I heard five. But we got six. Okay, y'all can continue. <laughs> ain't nobody talking about the Steelers right now. Ain't nobody talking about okay, the Steelers. And Andy Dalton tackled his first play. <laughs> he did what? It's not a bad. I said Andy Dalton gets sacked on his first play. That's not a good start to the no. new Dallas takeover quarterback position. Hey, if the no, Cowboys lose this game, woo, you need to cancel the show. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really I'm not gonna cancel you do the show. not want to hear what I got to say. I'm, I'm not going to cancel the show, Pastor Fight, because you know why? You know why I won't cancel the show? Because I got the Panthers. I got the Carolina Panthers in my back pocket, and they on a three-game winning streak. So that's the beauty for me of having two teams. One do, not doing well, you switch over to the next one. You just switch hats. Okay, let me ask you this question, though. Mm-hmm. When the season started, which team did you guarantee know that was going to make the playoffs? The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. All right. Now, at this point, if the Giants win this game today, do you realize we'll be a half a game ahead of the, the Cowboys in the division? It's just a, division? It's, a, it's a long game. It's a long way to go. <laughs> do you recognize that? It's a long way to I know, go. I know it hurts your heart to hear it. I know it does. But we're 0-4, and y'all 1-3. And, and if we win, we'll be a half a game ahead of y'all, only because we have the division win, and y'all have an outside division win. Right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But all we got to do is yeah. get in the playoffs. All we got to do is make the playoffs. No, that's and not we true. Still, and we still got a chance. Decades, and we still got a chance to do so. Over the last – okay, counting this decade and last decade, that's all y'all kept saying. We get to the playoffs. Then you get to the playoffs, and then Aaron Rodgers show you that getting to the playoffs is just not enough. Um, you got to win a game when you get there. 
Y'all ain't won anything since y'all fired Dan Green. And, what, what, what's your coach name? Not Dan Green. What's, what's man and, name? And then you wonder uh, why. And then you wonder why us cowboy fans are so you know over the top. It's because when we're when we're down, you guys are so over the top about we one and three, and y'all one and three, and it's five games into the season, and y'all talking like we dead in the water already. That's why when we start winning, we we're so obnoxious because. Now we got to be just as obnoxious as the people that hate us. I you see, and like that's the opposite. I don't think y'all are no, exactly no. right. We, Thank you. We get no. on y'all because of the obnoxiousness when y'all finally win a game. Look, look, Donnie. This, this goes. This goes all the way back to the seventies. Okay, when it was Cowboys, the, know. you know, the doomsday defense, when we was winning, and just we winning, winning, winning. We y'all hated up. us. Y'all, they, they, they all hated us then. And that's why we had to be so over the top because anytime we, we lost in the Super Bowl to the Pittsburgh Steelers, we had to hear y'all's Thank mouth. You. We had to pe- hear people's mouths. Y'all lost again. Y'all lost again. And then, so once we started winning the back-to-backs with the Troy Aikman and the Emmitt Smiths, then we had to really be loud and obnoxious just so we could say, shut up. We've been to the Super Bowl way more times than your team has. So I'm like LeBron James. You can't win if you don't get there. And your team's don't get there. And I'm going to leave <laughs> y'all with this. Here and win. You did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! So don't get too happy yet past the fight. The game ain't over. Y'all ain't won, and don't you ain't man. in first place. You see, you're looking too far ahead now. You're, looking, you're just looking too far ahead. You're trying to do too much. Uh, can we get back into talking about the college football? Cowboys up 31-23 on the New York Giants scoring update. 31-23 past the fight. In case you didn't know that. 31-23. Andy Dalton must have threw a touchdown pass. Okay. And maybe y'all will start getting back to that. Um, now that you don't have a Dak, uh, I think Dallas is actually at its best when they run the ball more. Absolutely. So, having I, those, I, a Dak and, a, and, a, and Andy Dalton with some small dink and dunks and a high percentage, uh, you know, um, percent, you know, a little small short passes, and y'all may have a better chance of success this season because I don't think Dallas' best strategy is chucking the ball around the field all day. That's I think, definitely you know, something we can run agree that, on. Run and set up them plays. Yep. So exactly. We shall see if, if Andy Dalton can, you know, play solid at the quarterback position, and Zeke can get back to the Zeke of old. You might be, you might be in good shape. Well, that's going to. Well, Donnie, it goes to your point. Donnie made the point last week. Teams seem to don't rise to the occasion until they star player goes down. Then they play different, and we've seen that several times um, over the course of these, you know, these past few weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how the team responds given that more than likely, you know, Prescott is gone for the season. Now it's like, what are we going to do? It's time. It's man up time. You know what I'm saying? What you got? You ain't, we ain't done nothing. We ain't done nothing. We ain't played worth of crap all year. Now it's like, what you really going to do? What what kind of team are we, are we really going to be? Well, Period. That's what we what- if that all if well, that defense I'm don't stop team. somebody, we it ain't gonna matter. If the, if the defense can't stop anybody, it really not gonna gonna matter. It ain't gonna it's gonna come down to that. But, is the defense gonna step up? But that's 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 what comes down to coaching. If you know that one of your Achilles heel is your defense, why are you scoring so quick? Is is clock management? Run the ball, get first downs, eat up the clock. Yep. And help your hire defense down out. their defense and yep. don't keep your defense on the field so long. Right. Help your defense out. Longer. Help your defense exactly. out but not by not throwing the ball fifty, sixty times per game. Uh with where uh Dak has got to throw for fifty four hundred and fifty uh passing yards in three straight games. The reason it's never been done is because the defenses ain't never been this dang on bad in the NFL. There's been some bad defenses, but man, these Cowboys defenses like all, the the four of us could go out there and score on the Dallas Cowboys defense. I promise you we could. Okay. Now 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 listen, this I, I, somebody told me this this week. And they're not a Cowboys fan, but they said that 
they feel as though most defenses in the NFL are not doing as good as they have historically done is because of how they're calling the games nowadays. With the the pass mm-hmm. interferences, they're a little they're letting them roam freer, um, and that that is allowing offenses to put up more passing yards because they're not as aggressive as they used to be before. Targeting calls and stuff like that has has been way more. Uh, called a whole lot more, and so players are not they're hand tackling because they're out of fear of penalties, out of fear of uh, uh, ejections. The game is being called different, so defenses now are playing different, and they haven't learned to adapt to the new rules and the changing of the way the referees are calling the game. So they're giving up more yardage instead of playing hard nosed football, hitting people without the idea of being a flag on and that's evident by the scores when you see when you go through these scores i mean you know a few years ago you might see a score it might be three to three nine to three nine to six or whatever it's it's all these games i'm going down the scores now the panthers uh was probably the lowest scoring game today the panthers and a and a atlanta uh falcons 23 16 the rams put up 30 on washington Vegas put up 40 on Kansas City. Houston put up 30. Pittsburgh put up 30. Philadelphia put up 29. 30, 30, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Baltimore, 27. Cincinnati, 3. That's probably the lowest scoring. That, that, I'll take that back. The lowest scoring one. Now the Cowboys, 31. Cleveland's 29 to 20. Miami, 40 17 over San Francisco. I mean, all these, they're all high scoring games. So it's, it's definitely evident and, and something is being done different and i i think he's right because i've seen uh several uh times that pass interference should have been called and it it wasn't and so you know what can you do it's like it's like back when baseball when everybody wanted to see the long ball you you get juiced up you let them get juiced up and 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 hit for 72 home runs in a season so that's what people want to see and that's what keeps the game interesting and so i guess that's what they're trying to do with football i don't know if they're trying to do it but that's what's happening um let's get into uh jt you got an over and under for us before we run out of time i wasn't gonna get into yeah, i got one yeah. i wasn't getting into covid but uh, let's let's do the uh, over and under, but I do want to ask uh, Donnie and Pastor Fight. Do y'all think that uh, LeBron, uh, the Heat, can come back and win? What do you think, Donnie? Well, last Sunday I didn't expect us to be here discussing the Heat again on this Sunday. I thought we <laughs> would be um, talking about LeBron James' fourth championship because at that time the Heat was out down out of bio or, and Gordon Dragic, and I just didn't think Miami had enough firepower. But I, one thing I did say is them boys would not quit and they would give you all they got, and that's what they did for the last couple of games um, and went one and one. So do I think they're going to hold on tonight? No. Once again, I stick with the original. I think they're just overmatched, but I do uh, stick by my original point. They're going to give – they're going to play every – second of the 48 minutes tonight and if they get hot then um la is in trouble but i would go i would put my if i had to put my money down i'm going with the lakers and even if it does go seven i'm still going with the lakers but um i just think miami is just overmatched talent wise but definitely is one of the hardest playing teams in the the nba and they will not quit and they're here for a reason for sure still going with lakers tonight but would not be shocked at all by an upset yeah, uh, I think I think the Heat will be um, highly favored to be in this this position again next year if they keep everybody and uh, keep everybody healthy. Uh, I can see the Miami Heat being back. They're gonna get their turn. I, I really believe the Miami Heat. Uh, they keep that core together. They'll get their turn. Pastor Fight, you, get, you still got the Lakers to uh, make it all the way through? No, uh, I agree with that. But where I disagree at, uh, is that I feel like at this point. Um, after watching the Lakers whine and complain about bad calls at the end of last game, the NBA uh, mm. looked at it in the last two minutes. They said the two calls that the referees felt like they got wrong, the Lakers still scored on those possessions. Mm. So even if they would have made those calls, the Lakers still scored. Um, the two calls that they were complaining about that they didn't get, the NBA didn't feel like they were fouls. The one on Anthony Davis, they didn't feel like it was a foul. Um, so 
you know, the, the, the thing about it is if they're at the point now where they're, they're, they feel like they're playing against the refs and they're going to complain every single call instead of playing basketball, that, that plays into the Heat's advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, let the game go. Let the refs ref the game, adapt accordingly, and play the game. They're professionals. Stop whining and being babies about the referees. Right now, the Miami Heat has the mental edge over them because right now, um, eight, uh, you look at Anthony Davis is day-to-day. Um, he may or may not play tonight. You don't know. If he does play, at what percentage is he with that ankle? Mm. Um, is he going to be able to contribute to the level that is going to get them over the hump? Or does LeBron James have to go out here and have a quadruple double? You know what I mean? Does he have, does he have to match Jimmy Butler at his level of playing tonight or even be better? in order for them to have a chance to win. Because at this point, if he matches him just like he has been doing, they're going to lose. I mean, you put the yeah. ball in Danny Green's hand to win the game when it's shot and he misses, yeah. then, you know, that's LeBron being a team player. But at the end of the day, I think LeBron should have shot shot, period and point blank. Yep. And you got Frank Vogel complaining about the refs. Instead of being in the film room and working on what they got to work on in those crunch time moments, to, to take it over the top. All right, let's get in that over under JT. Hold tight. One quick thing. I think one thing that we need to watch for is how well Rondo plays. And I've been saying this. I've been saying yeah, that's going to be important. And I, and I think when, when LA's offense stalls, watch when LA's offense stalls and then watch where – L.A. gets back into the game when Rondo was playing. So I think Vogel got away from playing Rondo when he saw the offense stalling for L.A. Because outside of that, he's really the best point guard on their team. So I just think Rondo should be playing more of the critical minutes. I think that's something that, that we should watch. But as I was telling my friend, as I was texting back forth through the game, every time I told him Rondo was coming in, the L.A. made a run. Mm. So that's just something I see. Yep, we had to keep an eye on, on that. But uh, that game is at tonight. It's 7.30, I do believe. Uh, but let's get into the over and under, JT. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, man, what you got? So basically, man, my question is this to the panel. The statement of defense wins championships. Which league is it more relevant in? Pro football or pro basketball? Defense wins championships. Which league is that really a true statement in? Pass the fight, what do you think? Over under. Over under. Um, that's that's a good question. Uh historically I would say football or basketball only because you got the Golden State Warriors that has won three championships in the near future and they don't play no defense. So um <laughs> <laughs> I would say football is more relevant. Football. Okay. Uh uh Big Les, what do you think? Well, I, I was I was gonna say basketball because I'm a I'm a basketball guy, but when he said what he said, I yeah, I guess you I guess you can outscore people. Um, well, I, 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 now I'm thinking back. I guess maybe football because you look at the, the New York Giants when they had their teams, the Chicago Bears, uh, the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Historically, you know, the yes. The defense, they was okay until they played Pittsburgh. But outside of that, uh, that that could be it because a lot of the Knicks teams, they had great defenses and they didn't win championship. You know, the Knicks, the Pacers, during that era, there was a lot of great defensive play, but not always the best defensive team won. So, I would, I would have to agree with Pastor and say football. Yep. Donnie, what do you think? Man, I think I need more time to chew this over, to think about this. That question is tougher than I actually thought. <laughs> I went through, I didn't hop back over the pit two or three times since I've been on the phone. And now that it's actually my turn to answer, what wants to come out of my, my mouth is defense doesn't matter anymore in either sport in this era. And I don't mean it in the way that it doesn't matter. But right. no matter how good your defense is, this is an offensive-minded game right now. You could be, Dudes in basketball shoot from 55 feet out. So how do you guard <laughs> that? You know what I mean? And they took right. the ball 65 times a game in football. So how do you guard that? So having a great defense is great, but it, it really is a matter of what is the coach calling on offense. <laughs> right. I don't – oh, man. 
JT, I don't have an answer for you on this question, to be honest with you. Uh, I will need more time to think about that. I, I was going to say, historically, it's been football. But now it's it's even football because, I mean, Kansas City is, wasn't known for their defense. They won a Super Bowl. You know, New England Patriots, they really wasn't known for – Having a, a top defense, they they stood up when it mattered. You know, what I mean, they they their defense came through when it mattered in order for them to win. But as far as going through the season and saying that they had the better defense, I bet you if you can look down to the Patriots Super Bowls and this Kansas City team that just won the Super Bowl, you see where their defense was throughout the season, where their defense was ranked. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be in the top five. So, um, I, yeah. I, I'm like you, Donnie. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this because uh, defense is not as relevant as it uh, was once upon a time. But I would say historically, um, football was was more was was more important uh, to have uh, uh, defense was more important to win championships in football. But yeah. So, all right, once again, fellas, we have put in a whole hour on the Off-Topic Sports Show on Big Woo Radio. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody listening live at BigWooRadio.com. Please continue to follow us on all our social media. And be uh, be sure that you tune in on Tuesday for the uh, Brutally Honest Show. Um, parental discretion is strongly advised. Please don't be a bad parent and let your kids watch listen to that show. Uh, to let them tune in on Friday night on the Florida Poetry Show at 6 p.m. And then we'll be back here on Off Topic Sports uh, Sunday, 6 p.m. Uh, win or lose with the Cowboys. Win or lose with the Cowboys. We'll be here. Uh, JT, what we got going on, man? All night, man. Big Blue Radio presents Jules and uh, Jesse's story at 8 p.m. via Facebook Live. Um, looking forward to the best of both worlds. And what we get in that special edition, uh, first time Facebook Live, man. Looking forward to it. Both both ladies are um, excited, and, and you're going to get some of their, you know, five-a-day uh, hand-picked um, tracks. So looking forward to that tomorrow night, 8 p.m., Facebook Live. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Anybody got any shout-outs? Donnie, got any shout-outs? Nah, just a shout-out to all you fellas. I'm looking forward to being back here next Sunday with a lot to talk about, the update on the Cowboys, the NBA Finals champion, and a whole lot more. So I'll see you guys next Sunday at 6 p.m. Yes, sir. Big Les, got any shout-outs? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to um, the people down in the, the, um, the Gulf Coast, man, who just went through that hurricane for the second time. Hope mm. everything is going well with them, man. May they have peace. And uh, – Take care of themselves. And then, as always, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, JB, in New York City. And give a shout-out to my man, Assan, listening down in Florida. So, they they big-time listeners. I got them hooked, baby. Got them hooked. Got them hooked on it. Off-topic sports, baby. Uh, Pastor Fight, you got a um, shout-out? Um, I just want to shout-out my wife, man. She is uh, making history out here in these streets. I appreciate mm-hmm. her and all that she continues to do. She is the first. Uh, ever, not black, not woman, just first ever in history to be a city attorney for the city of Shelby, North Carolina. So she started last week an African-American woman in a predominantly Caucasian city and county, uh, and she is the lead attorney to keep the city out of court. (laughs) yeah we 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 are just grateful and honored uh, pleasure to keep serving and i'll be on tomorrow uh with l and uh the women no nonsense and company uh show uh ao radio shy.com and uh we'll be on at two o'clock eastern time i guess that's three o'clock so three o'clock Eastern Time, two o'clock Central Standard Time. So. All right. All right, Daddy. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate everybody again. Thank you so much, and we'll be back next week to talk more sports, among other things. So keep it locked right here. Uh, that's it. So on behalf of my man James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, J.B. Mister Two Ninety Nine, Nima Shining Star L. The Poetic Goddess, Diana Renee. Big Les. Little Bucky.
the fight. Syndra D. All about us radio. I'm Big Woo. This is Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Contamination. The game is full of garbage. Nothing about it that's motivating. I listen to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at 94. Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're forced to be reckoned with. The beats is dated, but they raise a sharp flow. Believe it, decapitating. You debated if you had You're a You're listening to Big Woo Radio. Like, you listening to Big Woo Radio.